0: Welcome to episode number 61 of About the Cards podcast live tonight on YouTube. As always with me, my host, my co-host, Junk. John- At Junkwax Twin, Stefan Loeffler at our trading cards, Ben Wilson. I'm at Big Shep 79 Tim Schepler. We are podcast by collectors for collectors, and we hope to bring you a smart and insightful podcast discussing trading card collecting. We're live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. 10 Central. Um, You can always find us on YouTube. We're on Facebook, and we're also on Periscope. So if you're checking us out on all those platforms, we appreciate it, and thank you very much. Uh, you can always follow us on Twitter at About the Cards. Uh, we're available on all podcast uh, forms. and You know you have iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcast. Tune in. Wherever you listen to a podcast, you're probably going to find us. And check out the website, About the aboutthecards.wordpress.com. And we had breaking news today. Uh, Brian Flynn, who is uh, an actual – he's a freelance writer, is uh, doing some reviews for our page. So uh, we reached out looking to do uh, – have some folks do some reviews and he was one of two folks we spoke with and you got a review in today on a uh, heritage high number and uh it's out there and on the website so check it out what's up fellas how are we doing tonight
1: another fun night
2: yeah ben's been busy ben just snuck in i i did i had back to school night you know what how that goes where you have to sit there and sit in little tiny chairs i uh my girth doesn't really uh oh sit well
0: yeah family show
2: hey hey. uh so yeah we got to sit there and listen to the the teacher and then um got to talking to my wife uh, as we were heading to the car and i'm like shoot i gotta go yeah i felt like marty mcfly i'm late for school yeah well it's good to have you here um guys have you noticed tonight
0: uh, I'm wearing uh, our T-shirt about the cards. Uh, we I made we made these up for – we went to the National, and then um, some people reached out. I know that once a Cub, um, Matt reached out and said that uh, he's wearing a shirt as he's watching tonight, like wearing a jersey on game day. We appreciate that, Matt. And uh, you can find us um, – we have a shop now on Spreadshirt.com. So, um, Steph, can you share out that link with everybody so they can yeah. check that out? Um, and uh, and find us uh, you know it's a pretty reasonable cost and the shipping was like three bucks when you buy a shirt. So I think we try to keep it under I think 25 bu- it's under 25 dollars for the shirt and then with the shipping. So completely it's under 30 and uh, we try to keep the cost low and there's also mugs, there's women's shirts, there's uh, tote bags. so if you want to take it to the card game or to the card show, uh, you're able to do that. So uh, check it out. Let us know what you think and uh, a little way to support us to help us do some more things for the show. We uh, do truly appreciate it. So, but so we're going to hop into it the week that was last week's releases and uh, we'll get to it. Um, we had two, two weeks of tops living because last week we didn't have the numbers for week 74, which was Carter 220, D'Ansby Swanson of the Braves, six, just over 6,200 or 2,600. Uh our boy, Bean's guy, card 221, John Means, the rookie pitcher from the Orioles, uh, just almost 2,500 cards there. And then he was last and most worst card until, well, this last week. And then card 222, Joey Gallo from the Rangers, sold one shy of 2,500 cards. Uh, I know Bean said he bought, what, 12? So he really helped uh, that number. And uh, I bought one. So, you know, there's 13 right there. And without us, he he might have been dead last till this week. Uh, Tops Living Week 75, card 223, Vlad Guerrero, the Hall of Famer, eight short of 3,000. Card 224, Spencer Turnbull, the pitcher, rookie pitcher from the Tigers, 2,200. Uh, and Max Kepler, I'm sorry, 2,400. I apologize, 2,400. Uh, Max Kepler, some scrub outfielder for the Twins, sold just over 2,500. And Spencer Turnbull by, like, what was that? Sixteen cards uh, beat out John Means for last place in uh, the Topps Living set. So you remember we were talking about Nick
2: Marcakis all the time. These two guys are just battling out the bottom there. Yeah, but th- this is kind of the new uh, we were talking about with Topps Living stat today on Twitter. This is what the set is. It's it's trending down. It, it, it's not going to pick up any steam when you have veterans, Hall of Famers, guys like Guerrero, who if you bought Vlad jr wouldn't you want senior to go with him he was an expo which we mentioned last week for him not to even crack three thousand, it just shows that's what this is but it's really a reflection and and indicative of the hobby as a whole there's just no attention span they've all moved on collectively i mean collectors are on to the next oh look hey you know the color purple and and a butterfly we're on to other stuff there are uh, some of us that are collecting still whether it be favorite players or teams, um, you know I, I'm staying personally. I'm staying true to about a third of of the set overall, um, but I think most people have moved on. And, and you know, Topps Living Stat had brought up an interesting point that they've only made 28 legends so far, uh, including some teams, not including you know the Milwaukee Braves and and the Brooklyn Dodgers, but the Dodgers, the Braves, the Giants. You know the Orioles, the Reds haven't had legends. The Lord, the one Royals legend was Bo Jackson. Yeah, and he he played like
0: three years there or four years there. Yeah. So where's where? And like I said earlier on Twitter, where that is George Brett. Well,
2: it, it, and that's the thing is they only made twenty eight. I didn't realize that was as few as they had made. And there's a lot of big teams that have so many to choose from. Like, say, the San Francisco Giants, the other team that you like to collect. Yeah. You're you're telling me they couldn't have squeezed Willie McCovey in when he passed away a few months back? Or, you know, obviously Mays uh, being the big one. But Marischal, I mean, just start thinking of all the names. You know, are they going to do Will Clark when the Giants retire his number? They should. You know, it's it's, this is what the set is going to be. You're, you know, when we start to look at the Star Wars numbers, you know, those being in the low 1000s, um, at some point, uh, some of these baseball players are going to start to get in there as well. But yeah. the idea is they're still planning on doing this for the foreseeable future. And when we say that, we're talking three, four years down the line. You know, if this podcast is still alive and well, we'll still be talking about it.
0: Yeah, and I hope so. Um,
1: so- Steph,
2: were you disappointed with Kepler?
1: No, I mean, I got my one. Uh <laughs> Uh, that's all that matters for me. I mean, they could sell three, uh, but uh, speaking to your George Brett addiction, if you uh, screen share my screen, it might uh, give you some insight.
0: Yeah, no, I, I tweeted out, uh, or I responded back, hey, George, and why, real quick, why aren't you following George Brett? Because <laughs> he never played for the Twins.
2: <laughs> because we want to follow, like, real third baseman, like top five third baseman, not number 17. Yeah,
0: like Miguel Sano. Yeah. Anyway, uh, last week. So, always check out uh, at Top's Living Staff for full breakdown of where these cards fall respectively in the set by team and by position. Uh, he does a wonderful job, and we we appreciate it. Um, so. Uh, Also, last week, 2019 Topps Heritage High number came out. Like I said before, Brian Flynn knocked out an awesome review of the product. 2019 Bowman Sterling baseball dropped, as well as 2019 Panini Unparalleled football. We'll hop into hot off the presses this week's releases, the new releases. Uh, Topps Living Week 76, card 226, Marcus Stroman, pitcher, New York Mets. So the longtime Blue Jay gets, I think, probably his first Mets card, right? I'm not mistaken there. Uh, card two twenty seven, Chris Paddock, the rookie pitcher from the Padres, and card two twenty eight, home run hitting Jose Soler, outfielder, Kansas City Royals. So we finally got another Royal. It's been a while. I think the last one we had was Ryan O'Hearn, and uh, he was the first rookie of the two thousand nineteen release. So yeah, it's been it's been a minute. Um,
1: It'd be nice well, if you knew how to spell his
0: name. Well, I'm sorry, I was typing quickly because uh, I have to sneak this in when I'm at uh, work. So. Um, You know, But, uh, guys, what do you think of this week? I like Paddock. He's going to be, I think, one of those guys in San Diego that's going to help the rebuild. And they're going to be a scary team here in the next year or two with uh, all the guys they have and who's coming up. But, um, you know, Jorge can only hit home runs, and the Royals are pretty terrible. Strowman's on the new team, but he grew up a Mets fan. So, that's
2: that's pretty exciting. It's an all right week. 8,000. You know, I mean, Strowman not as a Blue Jay, come on. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem with this set. And then, you know, for me, I'm going to sit this week out because none of these guys particularly strike an interest for me. But it's not a bad week. You've got a, a veteran pitcher, an all-star. you got Paddock, who could definitely be a potential all-star someday. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you've got Soler, who, um, you know, and it's a good-looking card. So, you know, I I think Soler probably is the third of this group next week, but
0: yeah, that's hey. no, fine. I'll, I'll buy uh, buy a couple. So go,
2: go grab all your tops living cards from, uh, and star Wars living from tops living stat on Twitter. If you're not already buying from him. Good to know.
0: So, yeah. Um, an exciting release 2019 tops archives baseball uh dropped today 94 dollars a box 24 packs per box eight cards per pack you're gonna get two autos the fan favorite autos and then our majority of the autographs but I, I watched some breaks and saw some different ones um you're gonna get a 330 card base set the first hundred are the 1958 design the second hundred 1975 design uh the, the third 100 so two one through 300 is the r93 and then there's uh the the last 30 are three subsets from each of those years and, uh, to, to build up the set. So you're going to have like, uh, I think 93 was the 93 rookie or the, was the 93 rookie cards like uh Jeter's with the infield, the green background, the infield, the 75 was a highlight one in the, in the 58. And, uh, I think that was, I don't remember what the 58 and, um, subset was. They also have, um, Expos, the 50th anniversary of the Expos, um, which is pretty cool. They, uh, they're going to have 21 autographs of so those guys. Plus they're going to have their own insert set and 1975 That's tops right. mini, which is stating being very limited are available for a hundred players. And, uh, I saw, I watched a case break with Mojo and I think they, I saw him open like four or five boxes and they pulled one mini out of those first few boxes. I didn't finish getting finished to watch the break, but, uh, there's that and then per at night card at or night owl card on twitter the designs they've yet to use 52 55 56 61 through 69 so they haven't used any of the 60s except for 1960. they use set they haven't used 70 74 78 87 88 or anything uh after 1994. so 93 is the newest card they've ever used in the archives product. And they've reused
2: a couple years, I believe. So the, the problem with this, it, 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 there's a couple issues with this. One, archives now has the 75 minis. You're, you're bastardizing heritage. In a couple of years, we're gonna have heritage. It's already on 70, right? So in another five years, we're gonna have another run of tops minis in the hobby. Uh, what's funny is our, our friend Ryan Cracknell had said this, I made this exact point last year um, when when we had the issue with archives where re- retail came out and then like two months later they released hobby yeah we were three it was a long long time yeah it, it was a long time and we thought maybe that was a, a precursor to this year's being just retail only and I said what the hobby should see what tops should do let's make archives a retail exclusive take tops fire and revamp it redesign it a little bit make it a little bit more hobby friendly and release that in archives place on the hobby side. Maybe that was just the, the fan of fire in me. But Ryan said that just an hour or two ago in response to a conversation a few of us were having on Twitter about archives. This is a tired product. Now that heritage is in the seventies, uh, it, it needs to stop, you know, either you're going to have to take archives back to the fifties where, you know, it's been 15, 20 years, 10, 15, 20 years, uh, uh, since heritage has had those. I mean, I mean, Archives, they, they really, you know, what I would like to see is maybe even a hybrid of Archives and Fire where you have, like, maybe the fan favorites in Fire. Maybe that's asking a little bit too much going off the, you know, the the reservation there a little bit too much, but it might be interesting. Well, it's going to be, like, our next project we're going to talk about. Steph, Steph, how do you
0: feel? Like, I, I liked Archives in 12. Sure. Um, I'm over it now. Watching this break, and, I mean, I, I liked it because – the past couple of years, they always had like, uh, you know, they had Sam autos last year. They've had, um, uh, they did major league. They had bull Durham. Those were cool. But to me, it's lost a lot of its luster and, uh, it's going to take like, like Ben said, heritage away. But what, what are your feelings on, on archives this year? I think it
1: would be better if they didn't release it year to year to year to year to year. If they just slipped it in every now and then. Ooh. And that's what she said. Uh, and he just occasionally dropped it because the, the the issue that you're running into is that, you know, you said that that's that Night Owl indicated that they haven't used yet. Well, those are all the years that Heritage has recently used. So you're not going to see 1970 Tops design in this set because you already have it with Heritage. You're probably not going to see it next year because it was the, the previous, this current year, Heritage. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we don't need any more 52 tops designs, 53 with living. We already have those. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we're there, skip every now and then and drop, you know, 87, 65, 72. And then wait a few years and then do it again. You know, k- kind of like they did in the uh, early 90s where they had, you know, one or two years or they had a reprint set. And then they waited a few years and then dropped it. Yeah, and then brought it back as Top's all-time fan favorites, and then it disappeared until twelve, thirteen, somewhere in there.
0: Um, yeah, it's it to me. Um, it's just yeah, it's lost a little bit of its luster.
2: So you can you can ask this question before we move on, and I know you can ask it of a lot of products, but do we need archives anymore? Does the hobby we we need? heritage we need flagship we need ginter we need a lot of these even if it's not your flavor the hobby needs bowman chrome and things all of these right come on archives is tired and it's and it's being propped up or it's helping to prop up archive signature which we know we all hate so just do away with the whole archives line or use it as an insert moving forward because i don't want to lose the archives fan favorite autos they're phenomenal this year the a's have rick honeycutt and i'm definitely looking forward to grabbing one of those yeah for
0: Kevin Tapani, <sighs> It's it's Tapani.
2: Oh, and also, don't do not do away with archives until you have a Julio Franco, preferably an Indians uniform. Please, Tops, if you're listening.
0: Philly's uniform.
2: No, uh, dad, t- Daddy needs a Julio Franco.
0: 2019.
2: 2019- Indians. 2019
0: Panini Chronicles baseball dropped today, $100 a box, six packs per box, eight cards per pack. You will receive three autos, a mem. Uh, three autos, one Mem card, and you'll also receive two Specter base cards. Uh, it's a 50-card base set for the Chronicles, uh, but there are 19 products in total. So this product delivers uh, a lot of the company's brands that don't have their own release, and it includes some new brands that have never seen the light of day. So hold on, guys. I'm going to go through them all. Here's all 19. There'll be a test at the end of the show. Absolute, America's Pastime, Ascension. Certified Contenders, Contenders Optic, Cornerstone, Crusade, Don Russ, Hometown Heroes, Limited, Obsidian Mm -hmm. Baseball, first time they've had baseball, Playoff, Prime, Rookies and Stars, Score, Mm -hmm. Spectra, Mm -hmm. Timeless Mm -hmm. Treasures, Mm -hmm. Titan, that's the first ever release. Uh, so the score ones are pretty cool because they're the uh, caricature cards that I love from when I was a kid, but everybody on them looks like they're on steroids. So, Steph, can you pull up the click on score on Ryan's uh, Cracknell's great uh, checklist? They just, oh. they don't, uh, they, they don't look as good as the old ones, but uh, that's just me.
1: Well, no, and there's certainly not any of these or anything.
0: No. Look at that. That's just pornography right there on the screen. Mm. Mm. Borderline Hall of Famer there. Borderline third, second second best twin center fielder. after it's Byron. That. It's Byron Buxton, and
2: then it's Tori Hunter, then Dan Gladden. Yeah, well, right there. I mean, you're looking at... at- the three. I mean, Kirby Puckett's the the alternate one. So if somebody gets injured, you guys are missing Denard Span if you're Puck, trying to. take Puckett me can on. play. Oh, nah. and then
0: hold hold on. Who's the other guy that was there? Well, Alex Cole,
2: and then Aaron Hicks. Yeah, so. they had a lot of good guys out in that outfield. Mm-hmm. Kirby Puckett should have been one of them. So hey. the
0: re- the reason why I take us off topic is this is I I want this is this is car. I hate this. I I hate. Hate Chronicles. It's just like what it reminds me of is when you're sorting cards and you're trying to like say, okay, here's all my Tops flagship, here's all my Stadium Club, here's all my Allen and Ginter, and then you have a bunch of like blaster boxes that you opened at one point, and you just bought one blaster of a Fire and one blaster of Archives and one blaster of Heritage, and then you go, I don't know what to do with this, and you just throw it all in a box. That's what that's what this is. It's just all the leftover crap they just shoved in a box and said, ah. Eh. There we go.
1: <laughs> well, and, and the worst part, you know, for, for for at least my point of view is now you have to identify them. Oh. And if you're identifying them, how do you keep track of this Donnerus versus base Donnerus?
2: You, you, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure we've all been in a in a situation maybe in, you know, when we decided to move out on our own or when we were younger and College, or heck, even maybe right now, where you are at the end of the month, it's the 29th, the 30th, and you literally have no money in your bank account for food. And so you just start throwing stuff. You go to your cabinet, and you're like, All right, I got some ramen and I got some sliced cheese and I got some one can of tuna. And you're just like, throw it on the counter. And you, what it's chopped,
0: it's the homemade. And then you brain what?
2: Yeah, it's like you just start throwing stuff into a pan and go, This is going to be terrible, but I'm really hungry. So I'm, gonna just pinch my nose and man that's chronicles this is this is horrible it, it, it makes arc it, arch, it it's, makes it's a <laughs> it, in a box it, it makes archives look good speaking of which real quick because uh, there was something that i had tweeted about i believe last year that our friend matt once a cub reminded me of today and our friend nick wasica just uh, had, had mentioned it as well the great nick wasica by the way fantastic the legendary who sits alone yes um what archives needs to be, this was an idea that I had had last year, stop with the baseball designs. The rule moving forward is you, you select four, three, four designs that are football, basketball, hockey, or non-sports. Dude, and that's
0: what it needs to be. And right. then then archives
2: would be amazing
0: again. Yeah, you, have a, that, you have a basketball, you have a football, and you have a hockey. And a non-sports. And then, and
2: then no, and then you do the insert sets in non-sports are, or non-sports. Yeah, and, and And now you have something we literally have never seen before. I tweeted this out last year, and a ton of people are like, oh, "I'd buy that. I mean, look, look our our friend Nick just said, "Make the old hockey designs." Yeah, exactly. okay, so I don't have this, any of those in my collection because I don't collect hockey. I, I think it would be cool to have them. This is what we need to do. We need you, you
0: need to put it on, together an article. We need to really get it out there and have a lot of folks share it and uh, and j- the article doesn't have to be much. Pick a few car, I'll will you write up the article, I'll grab the designs, I'll put them on there, we'll get it out there, we'll we'll get this publicized because I love
2: that idea. It's amazing.
0: Stamp and, and, write and it, this it, down. Ben had a good
2: idea. It, yes, time and time and date stamp. It was 823. Well, technically we'd have to go back to the tweet, but 1023. It, if anybody's out there that's listening that wants to be included, maybe we'll have like a, a like a change.org type petition. Anybody that that likes archives enough to want to see it continue. And you could still put the fan favorites and stuff on, you know, their their autographs. You could still put those on 1990 tops and stuff when they played because it's a throwback to when they played. But um, I, I love extrapolating on the tops throwback Thursday idea. Maybe even do away with that. They won't. That's what. That that's the only problem is do you currently have an online tops throwback but, tweet? But or, uh, but let's say. I ran the numbers for 2018. Only a handful of teams were represented at the top. There were teams that were not represented. The same players got got uh, used week after week. There was the A-team one, which I was like, oh, I love that design. Featuring six players, all with the last name A. It was like Ronald Acuna and Miguel Andohar and, and uh, Jake Arrieta. I forget who all was on the checklist, but I was like, going position by position for the A's, like, nope, no catcher, no first, no second, no, dang it, we're not going to get one. I opened it up, of course, we didn't get one. And it's just like, it would be cool for us to see designs that we've never seen as baseball card collectors since that's what the Archives baseball set is. There you go. I, I thought that was a phenomenal one. I love how the A bleeds into the last name. Unfortunately, the A's weren't on that checklist, but that's indicative of that whole it's set. It's name. It's, it's always.
0: Yeah,
2: it could have been it could it could have a Tim photo, but that's the thing is it's always the same six dudes, almost yeah. Every week, yeah. no, yeah, I'm serious,
0: lazy and unoriginal. <sighs> By the way, I just want to point out hey, thank you, StreamYard. You've been a great service for us this last couple weeks, and then now Steph had doesn't have a a blank space, he uh, has a logo up, so and uh, instead of his mug, so and, and yep. or just empty space. So, thank you, StreamYard. No, I, I was really going, I don't know if anybody saw this, and we'll talk about it later, but how there was no checklist for this dumpster a product until like eight hours before uh, midnight Pacific coast time. Um, So, you know,
1: Hmm. yeah. Now it's almost like we had a poll based
0: around that. Yeah. No, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, 2019 Panini origins football uh, dropped today, $112 a box, one pack per box, seven cards per pack, one rookie autograph, patch card, one additional autograph and one jumbo mem or patch card. It's 140 card base. sets, a rookie heavy checklist. It's the first to offer on card autographs for the nineteen, the 2019 draft class, and their NFL uniforms. There are booklet cards combining multiple signers, the most being the six star signature cards. Um, and it to me, this is Topps Inception stolen by Panini. But hey, whatever. It's a good look. Um, and I have a question. So instead of having the double zero. So some of the rookies to have the on-card auto did not have jersey numbers picked when they did the photo shoot um, this early in the spring. Would you rather they used a team logo instead of the double zeros on the jersey? Would that be better? Or would you, we'll talk about it later, but it's like you have the on-card autos with double zeros or you get a sticker with the jersey number. That's really what happened in the set. Do you have a preference of them having the number then having to take a sticker? Or would you rather have an on-card with double zero and all these images are from 2018 because panini couldn't provide new images to the people that are writing for free uh to advertise their product so yeah that's why you're seeing the rookies of last year's
2: class Ryan does a really good job and he noted that in his post now for, for for me i i think most collectors would agree that anytime you can get something on card it's preferable because that means, in theory, that the player touched the card, signed it. Same um, Prescott. Yeah, stickers. Stickers obviously leave leave a little bit of wiggle room for things, and um, as we saw with the Jeffrey Dean Morgan auto. So do personally, personally, double zero and on card or sticker with jersey number. I I would go d- double zero on card because jersey numbers can change. Jer- yep. But double zero is so on; it takes away from the card. So why have it at all then? Why have it at all? Because it, not, like half of the guys are wearing double zero. So, but why why have them include that jersey number at all then? So we just have them wearing a blank jersey. Yeah, that's why I said or team logo. Yeah, I mean you could you could do all kinds of things. I mean it could be something where it's more of a profile shot where you're not really showing it so that you can avoid that altogether. Yeah, but most of them look
0: like they're trying to, to show it off.
2: So. You know, or, or you could do, you know, yeah. I mean, you could always do black and whites, you know, with the photo and highlight the color behind it. I mean, you you could get a little crazy with it, wild and crazy.
0: Yeah. That is not Plow the Beaver, but that is the squirrel from the Twins, the best player on the Twins team. Uh, 2019 Panini National Treasures Collegiate Football dropped uh, as well. a $450 a Box one pack per box, eight cards. You're gonna get six auto uh, and or mem cards, one base card or parallel, and one additional card. It's 160 card set uh, focuses on the college football teams, but has a similar uh, high similar feel as the high end NT NFL product. Uh, collegiate material signatures are equivalent to the RPAs that are found in NT football. And then the notable nicknames have hard hard signatures, on-card signatures with inscriptions. So like that one that says Simba for Dwayne Haskins. Uh, you know, good look. Yeah, the kid's got a pretty good look on auto and good handwriting, better than what Zion showed. Those guys at Duke. So, but uh, again, just more collegiate stuff in um, a very high-end tag. So if you're an Alabama guy or if you're a, a you know, Ohio State guy, you're gonna get you're gonna get those guys, in then their college uniforms, and they get premium for it. So, or maybe West Virginia. Yeah. So there's not. Um, so yeah, you know, got real career for cer- certain folks. So uh, also, 2018-19 Upper Deck Ultimate Collection comes out this week. We talked about this earlier uh a few weeks back when it was supposed to come out but uh, we'll hit it again real quick about 135 a box one pack per box four cards per pack you're gonna get one rookie autograph or audit rookie autograph mem card two additional autographs and or mem cards and one base parallel or ultimate inductions introductions it's a 98 card base set all base cards are numbered to 149. uh that's a high-end product full of autographs mem and low numbered base parallels the rookies are divided up in four levels each progressing progressively tougher to pull so like tier one is easier than tier four so as i'm getting into hockey hey you know it's a good looking set it's a, a nice premium product and yeah, everything you're going to get is going to be numbered it's going to be uh, a nice ad if you have a favorite hockey team and i'm trying to find one so if you guys have suggestions on hockey teams based on logo alone i would pick the edmonton oilers and uh, it would be the hartford whalers if they still existed all right guys what's brewing next week's releases An exciting week next week uh, 2019 tops five- star baseball 2019 panini absolute football 1819 panini Immaculate basketball so one of the final couple basketball products from last year that I'll have Luca and the boys from last year's draft class maybe maybe infield chatter, a hobby talk section so guys I want to go through a few few things. Um, so, I saw the ugliest rainbow ever this week.
1: Uh, George Rett.
0: Hey, yeah. I'm thinking about getting a, a new co host. So, if you guys want. Uh, so, this is a C Guyton 613, Chris Gate Guyton on Twitter completed a rainbow. He sent that to Tracy Hackler, and it's uh, Panini points from 150 points to 1500. And for whatever unknown godly reason he has an 8.5 BGS grade on a 600 point card. I uh
1: why would you grade one of those? I, I don't know. I don't know
0: because the so eye-
2: I 8.5 of all. Well, because
0: names. it's probably been scratched off on the back. This
2: is <laughs> this is the greatest rainbow in the history, the troll of this, right? He's trolling Panini so hard that they're literally cards, right? You're telling me that I can use 150 points to trade him for a Relic? Instead, hey, you know what? I'm just going to grade and collect the Rainbow. Why not? This dude's trolling hard. It's comical. And the fact that it's not our money, we can sit back and laugh because... I know, it's just to, sad, though. We get to enjoy it. It, it is. It, it, we've talked at, at nauseum about our our thoughts on the Panini points, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. And, and and really what what would that monetarily be worth? I know for a while blowout wasn't it that was buying the yeah, points? I sold them I sold him 150 points for what like would that $4, be worth dollars and fifty cents. I mean he's got that big boy sitting down there for fifteen thousand. I mean, what if you were just buying the points from that, what would that be in money? Hold on, Steph, go back real
0: quick to show the the point numbers. I'll add it up and
2: see what they uh what they go, what they're at. I, I'd be really curious because, in and of itself, that's kind of—I mean, I mean, who knows if he pulled it or if he acquired them, but you know, feasible? No. What's
0: so that? Thirty-six thousand seven hundred and fifty points. How much was Blowout paying at the time? Uh, I think for every hundred and fifty was four fifty. So
2: that's a decent coin there. Eleven hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. Thirty-six
1: seven fifty. Yeah
2: thousand dollar bill sitting there
1: yeah and, and no one. i
2: get the, the ass rainbow one, one's graded yeah yeah so no
0: i just i just thought it was uh you know and i'd go to that site and try to find cards on there try to yeah yeah well i sold the points um the xfl <laughs> revealed their team names and logos for its eight, eight new teams wednesday and uh so we it's coming out february 2020 and uh there's some pretty cool ones the dallas renegades i think bob stoops is the coach for the houston then, roughnecks los uh, angeles wildcats new york guardians st louis Battlehawks, seattle dragons tampa bay vipers and washington defenders based on logo alone which team are you backing you can only go off the logo i mean bias aside dallas
1: uh, I kind of like the uh, Old West theme. And I think they're playing in uh, what was the ballpark in Arlington. Uh, I mean, none of them really uh, stand out. None none of the eight really stand out. No, I, no, you're, you're wrong.
0: The Guar- the New York Guardians. The I names picked, are nice. You know, my buddies and I were talking about this today. We each picked a team based on logo alone. I picked the Guardians, and I tweeted it out, and they tweeted me back. And they were like, yeah, nice pick. And it's, so we'll now pick a good team. And then Sue's from Topps also is a Guardian fan, but she said they should have been called the Thundercats.
1: See, the problem is these look like the random team logos that you can
0: make in Madden. hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we said. Ben, who's your team? So you're.
2: The, the Roughnecks kind of look like the Houston Oilers. Yeah. Right. You, you're going to be a Roughnecks right? fan? Instant no, rivalry with Steph. No, no, no. I was just saying it did, that one's curious. It, it, if I was putting them in it, my third favorite would be the Vipers. My second you get would one, be, you get one. I'm doing three, two, one. If you if, don't know, we always if, do three, two, one. Not on this, pick one. There's three. 18. Okay, listen, pick one. I will. Three Vipers, two Dragons, one. I, I actually, the the Dallas uh, logo is probably the best. It's probably the only one that would translate well if it was an NFL logo.
0: Uh, the Guardians, I, I just, that's a good looking one.
2: I'm no, sorry. that's you.
0: Yeah. So last time around, Tops had the license. Uh, and Ryan Cracknell wrote a great article about it, I think, some time ago. Uh, we'll share that. But uh, do you think this will be a hot property in 2020? Depends who they get in the league, obviously. Well, they have Landry uh, Jones. okay, Great so Oklahoma like said, quarterback.
1: Who they get in the league. Uh, it's going to be one of those where either it's going to be a one-off, like the last time the XFL was around or uh what was it, the conference america something something
0: american american legion football league or whatever that lasted yeah. not even a full season
1: yes exactly or it's going to take a few years for the brand and the name and the everything else to get set up yeah i don't think i, it, mean, I the think last, it... the last real uh, competitive successor to uh the nfl is what maybe the cfl well, the CFL's we-
0: no the usfl had legs but donald trump was an idiot and screwed it all up and then uh you know cost the league was able to be purchased for what like a dollar so they had a real go at it because they actually could get they get at, they were actually getting heisman trophy winners they were getting good college talent to play in the usfl instead of going to the nfl so um So yeah check out ryan's article i just i don't think the league is gonna last more than a year or two i think it happens like last time and so uh so talking about my buddy ryan cracknell uh he tweeted out a a cool card that he wants to see made the 1989 fleer billy ripkin f face card he wants to remix it to make it the billy ripkin f cancer card the remix he did a little photoshopping um he got it out there and it'd be great to see. I mean, right now, currently, Upper Deck owns the rights to Fleer, And so I don't know if they would support that, uh, you know, because of the language. But maybe you could you could star out the Fs. But uh, he he changed it up a little bit. It's a little good-looking card. And if he could make that happen, you know, that would be... Uh, the, the, you know.
2: This is one of my favorite ideas i've seen uh in a hobby in some time uh there's so many people that have been affected by cancer i i I know that this this topic is very near and dear to ryan's heart we'll kind of leave it leave it there but um who wouldn't buy one of these i mean first off it's a throwback so it's just neat for the nostalgia aspect but if you're telling me you can buy these and you you could even do it where it's like you know 9.99 a piece or you can buy three for 25 kind of do like almost like a tops living type type buy-in where the more you buy the cheaper it gets but encourages you with 50 percent of all proceeds going to stand up to cancer or or other cancer related um charities do are you telling me that every collector wouldn't want to buy one of these you know uh it is a phenomenal idea. And if upper deck is out there, I mean about the cards definitely implores them to seriously well, consider Steph showed
0: a tweet where they said now without the major league's approval, and at the time they don't see this happening. So They didn't yeah. step up a tweet and showed that. So
2: but why okay? So they wouldn't usually... what's that?
1: Why can't we ask?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what would it hurt if if Major League Baseball on tops because they do have the exclusive license. So the idea would be behind you, you can't use the the Orioles logo or anything licensed. But why couldn't you even crop it a little bit? You know, I mean, the whole idea is really what we want in there is the Billy Ripken photo. That's the image. I mean, yeah, the border and, and the logos and everything are important, but this is something we strongly support and would love upper deck. And if tops and Major League Baseball would be so kind as to allow. Come on, let's make this happen. This would yeah. be a phenomenal way for for people outside. You're telling me that that wouldn't end up on on late night shows or daytime shows with with popular hosts around the world that are, are hopping on this. You're telling me that wouldn't get on ESPN? Sure, definitely. Dar- well. Dar- Darren um, Ravel wouldn't get behind that. The ESPN no. even, even ESPN put an article out today
0: about uh, some cards and that. And this the original of this card was actually. Um, <laughs> there
1: get current day bill ripkin to reenact it
0: yeah and in in rob here in the chat rob sports card says just make the and the use the pink ribbon logo at the bottom yeah mm-hmm. so, so something something out there um and so you know it's just one of those interesting things i saw this week uh, at kbo collections tweeted out thinking about switching a lot of my cards from top loaders to card savers reason because i keep my top loader cards and binders which becomes bulky and the card savers will cut down on that what's the opinion so guys top loaders in just in general top loaders or card savers and for those of you don't know top the difference with like a, a card saver so the card saver is the thin plastic card one and then a then a top loader you know, so a little bit thicker, um, but a uh, similar type protection for your cards. Now, do you guys have a preference, real quick, on top loaders or card savers? Top loaders.
2: Top yeah. loaders. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a top loader guy. Um, but uh, see, there's there's really no reason for a card saver unless you're sending it off to get graded. That's the whole purpose that they exist. There's no purpose. Yeah. You shouldn't be creating yeah. cards right now. When, when you're holding up, like, say, a, a valuable mark mcguire rookie card and and it's in a card saver and you go to reach into it because there's not very much you know thickness it's really easy to bend such a valuable rookie card not a first year or extra rookie card you know we want to talk about the true rookie card and we want to save them by putting them in top loaders i mean but hey to each is your own or one touches you know steph Your opinion?
0: I've actually uh, debated
1: putting some of my cards into a top loader to put them into a binder. Uh, And and if I have to break them up to more binders, so be it. Um, Just because some of them move around, slide around, and uh, the the card savers definitely uh, are cheaper per in the uh, package however uh that, that, and, that, and that's why i'm moving all of my collection from sleeved and top loaded it to binders just because i find it's easier for me to enjoy my collection by being, by being able to pull the binder off the shelf and flip through it and putting them to bulky i mean by another billy shelf i mean For everyone but if you have a big enough or an eclectic enough collection what can you do
0: no yeah i mean i love the billy bookcase from ikea
2: yeah i've got like 17 of them in my house (laughs) (laughs) right
0: so no i'm not a
2: color do
0: they color coordinate
2: do they color coordinate ben no they don't i just buy them most of them are brown if we got to be honest, but <laughs> that blackish brown or just brown brown. Well, you would know Timothy.
0: Anyway, <laughs> moving
2: on. What's our next topic, Tim? Uh, ben,
0: Ben told me you had a rant about tops now, which has me a little, little concerned. But uh, so I'm going to leave the floor open to you, Ben. What's, uh, what's got you all
2: hot and bothered about tops now? So the the other night, the the A's were playing the Astros and. My dad and I are watching a game and and he he asks me a lot, because he he's trying to get into the the baseball side of the hobby, right? And he's trying to understand he's a non-sports collector and you know obviously a big influence and a financier in my early collection. but he's like, oh, how do they decide? And we're like, we have no idea. There's probably a lot of East Coast bias with tops being on the East Coast, and these West Coast games get get done tomorrow, so to speak, by the time they're they're done on the East Coast calendar. And there's no rhyme or reason. A great play today might have one made, and the same play tomorrow won't. We just don't know. And so we're watching this 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 home run fest. Literally, home runs are flying out of the Oakland Coliseum, which just doesn't happen uh, late in the evening on a weekday because of the the Bay Area, the density just kind of stops the ball in the outfield. And so the the, the game's over. The A's had won seven to six, and I'm like there's literally like five or six tops now cards that they can and should make. And I'm thinking, how many are they going to make zero? Okay. So I'm going to run through a couple of things that I thought that they might make because they've made similar cards in the past. The Oakland A's as a franchise became the fifth AL team in League baseball history to win 9,000 games in franchise history. The fifth, should they make a card like that to commemorate it? No. You don't think so? I think mean, that's not what the whole the whole program is about to kind of talk about cool things that are happening. Um, Corbin Joseph, career minor leaguer, ends up coming up, hits his first major league home run. Yay, nay? Should be. Yeah, yeah, it's borderline. But and they did not make one when Bo Taylor, another career minor leaguer, hit one earlier in the year. But again, we're just we're not saying they definitely should. But these are things like, eh, yeah, they might. Um, Matt Chapman hit four home runs in less than a twenty four hour window. They did make one when Chris Davis did the same thing. So
0: there's a precedence there. Hey, real quick, by the way, Chris Davis hasn't hit a home run on this month and
2: since July 30th. Ah, He hit one in the first day or second inning today.
0: Oh, good. So he's up to
2: like 12 now? Yeah, yeah he's up to 18. Thank you very much. So Ch- <laughs> Ch- Chapman hits four in two nights. Eh, it's borderline, but they've made one before. They made one of an Oakland A this year. Um, four guys each hit two home runs. Only the fifth time. That's happened in Major League Baseball history. Chapman did it, Olsen did it, Correa did it, and Michael Brantley did it. And then the first time in Major League history, according to what the the broadcast had said, 10 home runs were hit in a game. Each of them had hit five. And so I'm thinking there's five cards right there that I just jotted down that they potentially could make. And they did make one about the game. Carlos Correa had hit his 100th career home run. Yep. In this day and age, where every player that plays within a two-year window, three-year window, is going to have a hundred home run card made. Everybody can hit a hundred home runs now. I mean, I mean, now the the old forty is is you know the new sixty. I mean, it's it, it's not imp- home runs are not impressive anymore. So to, for a guy to hit a hundred, I I was upset. Save me money, but there were pl- if you're going to make one of the game, there's plenty more to make. And the bottom line was the A's won the game and still didn't get one. But the Astros lost and they got one. So, anyway, I don't understand what this program is for when you're not making cards of – yeah. Yeah, it goes goes back to Throwback Thursday. There's only a handful of people that get cards made.
0: There's only only a handful of people I'll let on this podcast, and dang right. But, Um, but, But I don't think
1: you understand. There's a new Vladimir Guerrero top now that you can buy today.
2: Yeah, why not? Remember last year when it was Aaron, Aaron
0: did thing? Oh, I'm sorry. Twenty seventeen. Tops yeah. now. we have a sneeze relic. Yeah, the tissue he blew his snot into. Um totally. at Bud Norm, uh Bernard Numberg um, reached out to me. He said, um, hey at Big Shep 79, you've addressed you addressed on your show the codes on the back of cards confusing to those who do not know thanks so he and i have DM'd back and forth a little bit he's getting back into collecting and um a lot of you know he's he's pretty active uh, on twitter but uh, he wanted to know so on the back of the cards what he's talking about is on tops flagship when they have the short prints um they'll change if it's a short print or a super short print the last digit or two will change and so it's it's the to, to print it's we're part of the printing process they know which ones to, to have short printed and super short printed and which one's a regular base but it helps us as collectors to realize that, you know if the image is different um sometimes they're hard to tell it uh, gives you an identifier and usually ryan cracknell of beckett media is the best resource for this when these come out we try to repeat that information on our show and tweet it out so um you know, when, when, when flagships released Cracknell usually, he usually has the image variation catalog going. So you'll be able to share that. So you can tell as well, but those numbers are pretty small on the back of the card. So sometimes you need a magnifying glass, uh, to see them, but, uh, that's what those little codes on the back are for. Well, and
1: that's the thing, too. They're not even supposed to be used for that. That's just a way that uh, people who are breaking boxes and collectors have found that signifies that, yes, this is different from the regular base. Because if I'm not mistaken, I have to report a certain amount of how many are produced and how many are this for legal purposes and that's the way that they keep track as far as uh, so many of this one were produced, so many of this one were produced, so many of this one were produced. Well, for our purposes, when you're looking at, okay, uh, 8015 is this set. Well, 8291 is the short print. Well, that's a very easy way. What they need to do, they can keep that for their legal purposes, but the easiest way to remedy this for our eyes and uh for clarity is to do what heritage does this year did this year where it has written on the back by the card number action or
0: yeah,
2: right, yeah. Right, yeah.
1: Right, the card or, number.
2: Color. they they started that last year i believe was the first year that they put the action variation hmm. I, bl- I believe 2018 was the first year we saw that but yeah th- that's super
1: helpful what's that I said they may have started it last year. I just uh, know for sure that uh, they did it this year.
2: No, that's that's absolutely huge because, like we said, we brought this up before. The, the the one from years ago, the Adam Eaton one, that was being sold as a throwback jersey variation when it was just a base. It's nice to know. And, and you know, we've seen Finest, I believe, that they started putting Refractor on there. Um, mm-hmm. We've mentioned, uh, what's the other one that uh, slipped in my mind, the Acetate one with all the different designs on it. Uh, high tech. Yeah. High tech. Um, th- it would be fantastic if they told you the difference between bubbles and circles, you know, it, it's, it's very difficult on some of these. So the more that they can help us out, the better, especially when there's a rarity level going on and, and there's a buyer premium for certain ones. Um, it, it would be lovely. So seeing that, it's fantastic. Yeah, no, we,
0: we love it. So yeah, he's getting back into collecting and we're trying to get more of this information out to those collectors. We're finding, a, you know, last week, you know, we put it out there and we had a handful of, of new collectors reach out to us or new collectors well, returning collectors reach out to us about coming on and, and doing some interviews. So we're going to be working on that uh, to get those folks a little spotlight and, and talk to them about their journey and, and how they came back. As we talk about fun, you know, you, you talk about the Billy uh, Ripken F face card, uh, Keith Comstock, uh, kind of a career minor leaguer, had a little cup of coffee or two in the majors. Uh, One of his most famous cards was a – was it 91 Tops where he's pitching for the Cubs and – or pitching for the Mariners, and it says Cubs or vice versa. He also had another famous card, and it's – when he's played for the Las Vegas Stars with a time where the AAA affiliate of the Padres, he has a – what they call the Nutshot card. Robert Sanchez of ESPN.com wrote an article about it. I pulled out some excerpts from the article. It's a lot more in detail than what I have here, but it's worth the read. Some of the highlights, uh, Keith Comstock said, I had so many minor league cards of myself that I was getting bored with them. Plus it was kind of a downer. You didn't want to be in a minor league set. You wanted to have a big league card. And honestly, another minor league card was a reminder of how my career was going. Uh, finally, it was my turn and the photographer asked me uh, what I wanted to do expecting. I do one of those basic poses. I thought about it for a second and I came to me. I want to look like, uh, I want to look like a comebacker hits me in the nuts i said the photographer didn't like that sorry man the guy said to me i i i'm under strict rule, strict rules i can't take that picture i'm uh, i pleaded with him but the photographer wouldn't budge um one of his teammates said you're a veteran and uh, you need to tell all the guys in the clubhouse they shouldn't sign their their card contracts unless the photographer allows uh him to get hit in the balls uh the ball into the crotch so many of the guys uh, who were future major leaguers? Uh, it was pretty obvious the card company needed them for the sets. So guys on the team: Sandy Alomar, Roberto Alomar, uh, was it? Uh, dude, Shane there was Mack. Uh, Shane Mack. I think Andy Bennis was on this team because I saw all these guys in '88 when I was in Wichita. The Pilots—they were the AA affiliate. So there was a ton of major future major leaguers. Bruce Bochy was on the team as the very end of his career. Um, and so they did. He went to the clubhouse and said, I went to the clubhouse, told the guys about my idea, and they said they shouldn't, and I said they shouldn't sign their contracts unless I got the picture taken. They didn't hesitate. Pro cards must have not been too upset about what I did. Sometime after the sets released, I got an eight by ten in the mail from the company. There I am, pinstripe stars hat on, pinstripe stars jersey on, hat on, eyes closed, mouth open, a frame photo, and for years it hung at my house in Arizona in a place that I called my wall of shame. So, you know, Steph always brings this photo up, this card up, uh, whenever we talk about fun cards. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those classic cards. And it's just awesome now to have the little backstory of how this little famous minor league card uh, was produced. And the fact that he got all these, these future all stars and major leaguers behind him when he was just a journeyman minor leaguer, really himself. I mean, he played a handful of uh, seasons in the majors. But. Uh... Well,
1: see, and I'd always thought that, you know, as one of those where like the cameraman was set up right by standing and waiting and he had someone toss it and the camera guy just caught it at the right moment. Yeah. It goes into the article talking about how uh, he'd found super glue and why the clubhouse had super glue, but he used the super glue to attach it to his pants and then it stayed in place, but his finger was stuck. So he had to get his finger off. And by the time the cameraman was finally ready to take the shot, the ball was starting to slide off. So he quick posed and that's what you get. Yeah. Is the
0: shot you see. It's awesome. It goes back to the cards I found, but Steph in the box you hooked me up with. Um, yeah. That there was a fair hooker. There's a Marion Butts. There was a Rusty Coons and a Pete Lecocq, and uh,
2: you know, somebody was having fun that day. Those were all uh, real
0: cards. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: we keep a box of them for needed trades.
0: Yeah, it's it's always uh, always good. So Ben Ben had an interesting uh, he tweeted you tweeted out a card this week with uh, Matt Olson and Matt Chapman and there it is let's see yes sir. you
1: know
2: sorry. welcome back sorry, there we're, go. Back. sorry. We're, we're backwards all right so it was one of those things that you know I, I was looking at the uh, the tribute checklist. And I saw that Olsen and Chapman were there and, you know, they're all colored variations. And I saw the green one and I'm like, I'm going to spend a little bit more to get the green one because, you know, I'm not going to buy all of these. And I got it in person and, you know, Tribute has a slightly thicker stock and it's just a nice looking card. Yeah, basic relics. But you know what? Who cares? The two best A's, the two gold glovers. Um, It's a cool card as an A's collector. And and so I just threw it out there to share it and happened to say cards like this is why I collect. It's not the best card in my collection. It's not my favorite card. It's a cool card that just came. I didn't mean anything by it other than just gave it something other than, hey, this came today in the mail. That's basically what I was trying to say. This is why I collect. And next thing I know, all of a sudden people are responding. This is why I collect. This is why I collect. And it's all fun and games until our friend Mark Hoyle gets involved because he. <laughs> He's got such stupid awesome cards when it comes to a lot of vintage. Yeah. So he tweets out the
0: cards cards that I like, uh, cards like this is why I collect and it's just a pile of Ted Williams cards.
2: Yeah. It,
0: it, it's just one of those a like pile of Ted Williams cards. Uh so some of the responses we got back, the the first one that really caught me was that hobby of ours on Twitter at that hobby of ours on Twitter, of Rich B. So two reasons I collect. When my son was born three years ago, I started collecting it again. I figured it would be be a cool thing to do with him as he grew up. Share the love of the hobby and sports. Turns out my daughter loves opening cards with me as well. So bonus. So both his little little ones get to hang out and open cards with dad, which is cool. His son's rocking a sick mohawk, which is, you know, the only time you can really pull off a mohawk is like under the age of like 12. Because after that, then people just think like you're a punk. So, as a little kid with a mohawk you're you're awesome uh at j one Burris said collecting current products keeps me connected to sports however, I find older cards tend to remind me of the chapter of my life that corresponds with that period dark times and happy moments cards have been been on the journey with me
2: and those are some pretty sweet patches yes yeah that that was a fun one to open up to and go, oh boy i mean that's a nice collection yeah i mean it, 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 that's why Let's we collect too cards, right? yeah yeah
0: an upper uh, deck made, made product and some of that stuff you look back and you go man and then you see some of the other turds they let out and you're kind of like yeah i could see you know um <laughs> at sean Bryan 89 i collect so that one day i will be able to share stories of my favorite team florida state with my future kids you know he's got a team he's got some of their followings this is a guy right here the collegiate products all about like that's super cool and he can talk about the university he's very uh, inspired by. Um, so, so Steph, what cards? Like, what cards make you like collect? So Ben shared his. There's the Coyle cards. His piles yeah. of Ted Williams.
2: He, he's like the really pretty girl that just comes in to the room after all the other pretty girls came, and they just turn and drop their jaws. It's like, yeah, and he's like, heart. then on top
0: of being pretty, she's super smart, knows how to cook.
2: Yeah, you know. <laughs> well said. Knows
0: how to change a tire, like you're like a
2: But that's what we love about Mark—the fact that we can sit there and salivate and live vicariously through through some well, of his stuff.
0: Well, that and the fact that he he sent me—I don't know, you guys got—we shared them off before, but when you send me Sports Illustrated that you received it back in the '70s, in the early eighties,
2: yeah, you know, like so so awesome if you're on twitter and you're not following mark you should do it like right now yeah and he collects way
0: differently than a lot of us right and has stuff that you might never see remember that stand-up what was the um the cardboard player the red Sox player like last year we saw so so steph let's get back Why, why why do you collect what cards make you get you excited about about collecting
1: well, if you couldn't tell by my username, I like uh, extra junky, extra, you know, odd, unique, different, slightly paralleled um, what would we call today paralleled cards. Um, and I joked that this is why I collect. Yeah. But it's not that far off because it fits everything. One, it's a track card. Right. Two, it's Kirby Cities. Three, uh, it's you know, an oddball photo, things that you don't see today, thankfully, um, it, it, as far as what the actual photo is, but th- things you don't see. You, you, you get, like, a super crop shot of a pitcher with the ball. You get a super crop shot of a player hitting a home run or a super crop shot of this or that, and it, it, they were more creative back then and something maybe I'd, they, they'd get back to
0: um, someday. Yeah. The the reason I collect one is that um you know I'm I'm looking through here real quick and I just had to happen to have a pile of 87 tops near me at all times. I like them I love to have 87 tops near me, right? Um I have some but, right over here. I actually just traded for a factory set. Yes, finally. But what what it does is it takes me back to a time when um you know in it's what what Rich B said, uh, something to do with his son as, they, as he grows up. My dad and I, and I've talked about this a lot, it's something we did. And it got me really into sports and, and a lot of things. And so it takes me back to those fun times that, that he and I had together. Um, and then hopefully I'll be able to share with little Robbie. Um, you know, soon he tries to come in and, and grab cards all the time, which is awesome. But uh, no, it just takes me back to fun when I was a kid and hanging out with my buddies. And, you know, that smell of gum and old stale cardboard uh if i've not been in my when i came back from the national no one had really been in my office since i left and i opened the door and this wafting smell of stale cardboard hit me and i was like that can that's a candle i need i need i need a yankee candle of that like bed bath or what's that bath and body works you need to make this candle old stale cardboard and i'd be so excited um or 87 tops packs like make that smell into a candle it's that and it takes you back and you get excited and, and hanging out with you guys like the only reason in the world that I know the two of you is, is through cardboard. The dude and the dude, I, I would never have met the dude without this, you know? And so, you know, I wouldn't know who I would have gotten to meet Nick and, and, and a bunch of other people. And so that's what, um, you know, collecting has, has done for, or, you know, that's why I collected It's so much
2: fun. And it, uh, it's just a exciting time. So yeah. It, what's funny about that before we move on it was my my tweet was so innocent it wasn't meant a lot of times i do tweet stuff and i'm combative and argumentative specifically to um incite debate and get us talking that one was just innocent next thing i know here we are talking about it i tweeted out later there after that i'm like you know had i thought that this was actually going to be a topic people wanted to talk about and share I think I would have chosen a different card. Yeah, but the it's your collection. It's two. It does. It of, does. It's, it's does. the
0: two current stars. Well, two of the current stars on the team. I'd say Loriano is like the third guy now. But it's it's green. You know, yeah, it goes yeah. to it's the two corner guys, like the the two recognizable players on the team. You no, know, it's it's a good card. It's like no,
2: it doesn't have to be the best card in your collection. It, right, your right. And that's what's cool is is. You know, I, I like it. I'm a big, big Sam Cooke fan. And if you were to ask me what my favorite Sam Cooke song is, was what am I listening to right now? If I have him on, that's it. As soon as that one ends and the next one comes on, that's my favorite Sam Cooke song. Whatever the current one playing is. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the f- current, they're all my favorites. Like picking your favorite kid. I mean, which one's not acting up right now? That's mine. Um, you know i mean today you know i know we're going to talk about a couple of mail you know i think we're talking about mail days here in a little bit but Spoilers. i got mailers. yeah gives you something to look forward to if you're in the chat room if you had a mail day recently that you want to share drop it in the chat room and and, and maybe we'll mention it if we have a chance but um it's one of those things that those are my two new favorite cards why you know they, i remember years ago uh reporter i think it was in the 03 season when the spurs won the championship um and they asked him duncan afterward which one was favorite 99 or 03 he goes this one this one's happening now i'd like this one better and i think we can all empathize that's how card collecting is your favorite card isn't necessarily your favorite card it's the one you're holding right now it's the one i just added because it's new it, it just came home to meet all of its brothers and sisters
0: Yep. Um, so earlier we talked about we talked about the awesome product that is Chronicles and how I kind of got I got I went a little I went a little Ben Wilson and got a little angry because the, the stupid checklist, you know, like I I wanted to see there's a couple of checklists of, of panini products and I I'm so frustrated the fact that a company consistently every time they have they had three releases this week and these and they can't produce a checklist for any three of them. You know, they. I don't understand. And so my question was: Is do we accept this practice? Why do we blindly just purchase their products? Is it fear of missing out? Is it loyalty? Is it stupidity? You know. And and some people came back and said they don't. They don't worry about the checklist. They like to be surprised, right? Um, you know. It, it goes back to, and I, and I asked Dan from Mojo about this today. I said, Hey, does that hurt you guys when you're trying to figure out? And he goes. There's no checklist, you're trying to to price teams. Generally, by the mid part of the season, we have an idea like who what rookies and what players are are should be on the checklist, and we try to go accordingly, but sometimes it doesn't always work out. And we overprice or underprice, and and that just that's what happens. Um, which is it's dumb in this day and age. And I said, With the technology we have, how come they can't? Top's Top's is able to do it like a week in advance. Top's can do it. And and so Jenny Miller said, um, wasn't the checklist a product in the '80s and '90s on individual cards that had to be found in packs? So no one. Did? Yeah, but that was the '80s and '90s. We have technology now. We have the ability to send this out, and then you have tons of people willing to take for for no money, no money, put it out. Into the internet, into the world for you, and give you free advertising. There's a first of all, okay, real quick. Beckett'll do it. Cardboard Connection'll do it. Trading Card Database, Baseball Cardpedia, um, the Breakers Check. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, the Breaker, the Group Breakers Checklist website. We'll do it. Um, there are tons and tons of people that will take their time for free and disseminate. Your stupid checklist, if you could get it out in time. I tweeted out when Ryan Cracknell posted the checklist Hey, thanks. There's finally a checklist. It's only eight hours before the day this product releases. And he was, Yeah, it would have been out earlier, but there were so many, you know, because it's so stupid of a product and has so many other checklists involved. It's a. Anyway, but it's like, why. Is it... Why just because we we accept that practice or we used to not have the technology should we just keep doing it a certain way? No. You know we we don't look at safety the same way. We don't smoke cigarettes on airplanes anymore. That's what we did in the 80s. Can we do it on that? a
2: kid on a bike? They have to be geared up beyond belief to ride a bicycle to school now. Well, so, lead-based paint, you know, in our in our, you know, next this to our crib. What you know? Yeah. Meanwhile, look at the crappy checklist they gave us for the Fortnite set. Literally, base card one, base card two. You couldn't name them. I so, mean,
0: I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. So, Steph put up this poll. I did. When you look at a when you look to buy a product, which is more important, brand or checklist? There were seventy one votes in twenty four hours as a quick poll so we had to get done for the show. Sixty-eight percent said brand. Thirty-two percent said checklist. Now and I understand. understand Christ. Some yeah, and then and then our buddy Booby, he loves his <laughs> he loves a good deal. Eighteen packs of Natty Ice for ten bucks done. Um, it was six I seller, agree. Brand, brand has a lot to do with it, right? Because you know, like hey, when I bust like flagship, I'm buying no matter what. Okay, but if you're buying into say something like Origins football or you're buying into tops tribute um or top dynasty uh you're buying into nt right you kind of want to know what your thousands of dollars are going into just not well hey i mean a, bo- a you know even a box of chrome what is a 125 right so it's not it's not like a oh god i'm not going to be able to ever you know do anything financially again because i spent 125 dollars not it's not you know, $1,200. But I, guys, I,
2: it it hurts my brain. Let, let me first commend you, Tim. I'm going to give you a hand because the way you got fired up is exactly how I like to get fired up. And, and I was listening to you almost thinking, man, he sounds a lot like me on tonight's show. So I, I commend you for that. Um, the way I look at Steph's poll is the top half. <laughs> That's the, crazy. The, that said brand Why are you looking at steps poll real quick is <laughs> that like the fourth that's what she said reference we've made tonight I think um, so so so, so the, the the twitter question that had answers and responses to it by <laughs> <throwing> <laughs> a, a button before hitting vote um, if you said brand which I did you're you're correct that's the right answer if you're a team or or a player collector because you're gonna buy based on the brand first and foremost i'm always gonna get my team set because that's how i choose to collect others collect that way if you're a breaker then the other answer is correct because yeah the checklist is extremely important to you to know uh who's on that checklist you know even as a team in a player collector i look for my mark mcguires and go thank god that on Allen and Ginter, he was a Cardinal and not an A. Now I don't have to go get all those parallels. And then surprise, the mini rip has both the stained glass and in the stained glass, he had both a Cardinal and an A. So all of a sudden the checklist uh, is important as a secondary, but brand is always important first because if if you're not a Ginter person, it doesn't matter what the checklist says. That's not your brand. You're sitting that one out. So it really is kind of two-sided. Are you a collector? Or are you a breakee in the breaking world? Because that's really going to determine how you'd answer that question. And as far as checklist goes, yeah, you're right. We deserve to have these. We've talked about it many times. But we're still going to blindly follow it because that's just what we do. You know, we, Well, I'm not, I'm not going to let it go. No. And I think cardboard Icons had the
0: best use. How are you, you going to get your podcast sponsored? I don't want my podcast, our podcast, or podcast I'm a part of, Sponsored by a company that can't... How do, you, how do you make a product
2: and you don't know what you made? <laughs> you, you know, here's here's the thing. If Panini wants to, to, to sponsor About the Cards, please DM us at About the Cards on Twitter. We'd be more than happy to have you as a sponsor. Understand this. We would still take... If we took your money and said, hey, sponsored by Panini, we would still say, we need our damn checklist. And that's why we don't have sponsors like that, because I don't I don't know that any company would allow us the transparency to be open and be passionate about what we want. I mean, we've talked about this too the 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 monetary side, the budgetary side. Right. You know, I'm I'm writing this book and I just was recently. In fact, the chapter I'm working on talks about a static market versus a fluid market versus a liquid market. We like knowing when we go to the grocery store, milk is gonna cost us around three dollars. You know, ground beef is gonna cost us around, you know, say four dollars a pound. Because now when we put together our grocery list, we can give us an idea. The last time I went grocery shopping, I I it, I was off by 54 cents when everything came through the check stand because I, I knew what I was buying and I spent a couple hundred dollars, so it wasn't like it was a small amount. What we don't like is, okay, what's the next product coming out? Panini Chronicles, where it's a mismatch of all kinds of crap. I have no idea how much money I should budget for. None. Until I see that checklist. You know, and then you had craft like Tops Fire last year where it came out. And I think it was last year where I had to buy Canseco, Maguire, Henderson, and Jackson. Sight unseen. I had no idea what teams those guys were coming. Luckily for me, they were all Oakland A's. But I didn't know until, what was it, four days after the product? It was like Monday, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, because it's a retail
2: so release. St- yeah. Stupid, and you know, I didn't even know until Thursday it came out the the previous day, and I'm just like, "Are you kidding me?" So checklists are extremely important, and and yeah, technology is why we demand them now, and we have them online now, and we don't wait for surprise like we did back in the '80s. Technology just wasn't there yet. That's all. So I well, so let have
0: some time here because I feel you you might have a different take than us.
1: Well, that's where I was going to get to. Something similar to what Ben was saying. It depends the type of collector you are, how offended you are by what they're doing. And I'll explain that if you're just buying into breaks to get the huge latest hit, the latest Vladimir Guerrero, the Michael Jordan, uh, Sidney Crosby, the huge mega name, you want to know ahead of time, and the person that's breaking that product wants to know a week in advance, what is it, what it's what, what team do I need to buy, who are the major stars, and how much is it going to cost? And that's fine. But if you're a team collector or a player collector, you already know that you're going in to buy the Pittsburgh Pirates or the San Jose Sharks or the Minnesota Wild. You already know ahead of time that those are what you're going to get. And you're less offended by the checklist not being out
0: because you already want all of that anyway. Steph, you remember a few years ago when I I first really started listening to you was you were at the national, at the tops Q&A and the twins weren't in a checklist. Uh, Several, yes. Several. So what if you bought into breaks with XYZ breaker and you you spent money and the twins were not in there and you didn't get any cards. It was maybe you see a higher end product. So not every team gets a card in a higher end product and you spent 40 bucks to get into it, right? And then you later find out there were no twins to be had in the entire checklist because the see, checklist I, 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 didn't come out until after you bought in. You bought the break. And see, it was the,
1: two, two arguments to that. Yes, I get it, and th- that sucks. But that's why I don't buy until I already know the full checklist, whether it's released a week ahead of time or a week afterwards. I don't buy until I already know what the checklist is, who's
0: on it, and but the you, most then you part, might not I get to buy might not get to break them because because uh, they're moving on i, I don't we, buy
1: until release anyway i
0: usually pick it off secondhand six yeah. weeks later a month uh, later just, but i'm saying those guys that are buying it on release day sure. right that are hopping into a right. break maybe to hit a the big hit for a cheap price point plus get their base set or mm-hmm. any inserts and, and they hop in and they're one their their team doesn't have any 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 cards in there okay uh it just—it's that's what's frustrating. Is it? it's like, I don't, but I don't, Steph. Like they had to have put a checklist together when they made the set sure. to find the photos, the jerseys, the autographs to know. Yeah. So you, t- how how do you not have this available? Even even if it's on Friday, the Friday before the product comes out on that Wednesday. How, like how is that? Po- I just don't understand how that's possible. It
1: shouldn't. It shouldn't be possible. And we, we've been harping on this. <clears throat> for what's six months easily yeah. that it's been a major that it's been a major issue you know one one issue sure here one release there but and i, and I can uh, understand that and that, that's to ben's point you know if we're going to take a sponsorship from a company or whoever we want to know that you're that we can address what you're doing good and what you're doing bad and you know you have this good you have that horrible let's address both um so yeah, uh, Panini's fucking up on checklists. I'll be the first to admit it.
0: Yeah. It just it at the
1: same matter. time they also have a few good products, and at the same time they have good PR. At the same time, they really need to have these
0: out a week prior, or a couple days at least. At least. Anyway, all right. I'm sorry, guys. I I borrowed Ben's soapbox, and I, I was extra tall on it because Ben has to get an extra tall soapbox, so he's almost normal oh. size. <laughs> I have
2: a I have a booster. Uh, a booster. Thing that I stand on, so I brush my teeth that way I can see above and, and actually get to the water. So, thank you. So, do you have to have little that. pillow that you sit on in the car? <laughs> I, I do, but that's also because they just they feel nice. Are you the got some, I can't wait, I can't wait till Saturday. Be epic. Um, real quick, so mail
0: day, mail day, mail. Uh, recent mail days were received. We haven't talked about this in a while, Steph. I'm gonna let you lead off, bud. Sure,
1: uh, I, I would play the uh, the uh, male intro from Eurotrip, but I don't have it handy.
0: Good got mail. but
1: not quite. But uh, no, uh, I, I mentioned last week that I'd bought two of the three remaining fifty twos that I needed, and uh, i I'd, I'd left out one, left one out as a surprise, and I Ooh. tweeted it as a show uh preview earlier this week and trying to find where the pictures went that I got something else in the mail. And that's the point of the segment.
0: Oh, By the way, picture. Steph, I really like that logo. Your new Twins, your Junk Wax Twins logo. That's handsome. And it's screen shared. You want to pop me?
1: PWE for life. Nick. Multiple different colors, except he kind of skipped out on the Dash part, but these came in the mail. Where'd it go? Signed by the photographer of them. Oh, that's awesome. So now that's, I just need to send them to Polanco Rosario, Rosario again, and my uh, twin, William,
0: to have double signed. That's you know that's uh, that's awesome. And hands down, Nick is probably one of the nicest dudes. We because of Once a Cub, that's how we found Nick. We had him on the show. And then all of a sudden, we instantly became friends. And, and he's such a nice, nice guy, and and wonderful. And so I know he also hooked up uh, Zoe. If you don't know her, she's a uh, she's a card collector with her dad at Cartel Cards, uh, Chris. And um, he sent her a, a she's a huge Brett Gardner collector. And he had he took a picture of Brett Gardner's two thousand eighteen Topps Fire card. So he sent her that card autographed as well today. Uh, Lou Sleader and Jim Busby. Hmm. I wonder if Jim's related to Steve Busby, the former Royals pitcher. Could be. Could be his Might dad. Yeah. Because he he was uh in the seventies, and uh, he he would have been really good to get a lot of arm injuries. Ben, I know you already showed off your Chapman and Olson, but
2: uh, yeah, I got a I, I got a couple cool cards. One one I want to throw a shout out for this uh, National Baseball Card Day. Uh, Matt Chapman, that our friend James Kikowski, who's been on the show, might be, you know, writing something up for the About the Cards website. We're not sure yet. Uh, he said he might have a, a hockey-related article, so possible sneak peek there. But you find guy that gets, gets pretty excited about stuff. Oh, me and James we're like you guys are
0: separated at birth, my friend.
2: <laughs> Man, I thought the, the hatred runs deep in him. I love him. Uh, the find heat him to- through <laughs> you. Find him at Philly Puck Fan He's a great dude, he sent me that (laughs) He's on the show before as well Yeah, he's a phenomenal dude, but I I got these actually today uh, uh, Tops Chrome Green I don't know how well the color's coming in But I also have the base version of this It's a Maguire Relic, these were the case hits And then I finally was able to snag A Faces of the Franchise from Flagship Gold out of 50 I have all the other colors, so that was the only one That I was missing, so excited to add Those to the PC Nice
0: uh, a couple cool things. I, I put the cards away. I forgot to grab them. But uh, our buddy Joey Dub sent me a awesome little surprise mail day. It uh, Brandon Crawford from Allen and Ginter Jersey Relic, and then from Top's Finest is a Brad Keller rookie autograph. Uh, and you know, just because those are my teams, and he goes, "Hey, these cards belong to you," and and sent them my way. I thought that was cool. Also, uh, last week I um, one of our uh, other one of the other podcasts, Go GTS Live, had something and I, I retweeted and it was for their show. And uh, I got this in the mail today. Won a The Miz autograph from um Tops. Uh, I don't remember what release this is from, but it's uh, out of 25 autograph of The Miz and some wrestling. So that came today. But I a purchase I made just based on Ryan Cracknell. So we, remember last week we talked about uh, our what's his name, Astidius Aquino of the mm-hmm. Reds, the guy that just bashes home runs, and how he only had the autograph in Bowman, and then he had like a uh... – oh, real quick from Brett, uh, Brett Howard. Busby is a cousin. Steve and Jim Busby are cousins. Oh, nice. Yep. Um, there was a He played for the Billings Mustangs in 2014, and they had team sets for $10. So I picked up two team sets, and they came today. And uh, here's, uh, here's his card. So, yeah, he had, uh, I think, Elite Extradition. He had base cards. A bowman he had an autograph and then this is a minor league card of his so uh, I have two of them. So uh, Kind of quiet on the mail days. I picked up some, you know, some I try to pick up some base rookies every now and then so a few Pete Alonzo's have made their way into the the collection as well Um should have been on our fancy team, Ben
2: Okay, you know what Go ahead. I was right, huh? You you were right on that, but so
0: right Hang on. Yeah. Timestamp that as well. Eleven twenty six. Anyway, as we're uh, it's nice we're hitting now uh, just under an hour
2: of the show. But uh, guys, do you have anything else before we any final thoughts before we head out tonight? Yeah, real quick. Since you mentioned our our most mediocre friend that we possibly can know, and Joey, you know, dub mentality. He also. sent me this this week along with a couple of Donner's optic. We're backwards on this camera, so it's kind of throwing me off. But Stephen Piscotti Auto. Oh, in a in an A's uni? That's gotta be one of your first biscotti A's cards, right? I, 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 it, uh Yeah, it's, I think it's like the third. They're, they're so far I think they're all Panini. In fact, I'd have to go back and look. Yeah. But uh you know, Dub, Dub is fantastic. Such a sweetheart. I mean, in the most you know adequate and average scale of on. one to ten, he's literally five, not four point nine, not five point one.
0: I will add something um to that. Um if you, if you want to watch, he slips through some breaks of a guy just opening boxes, follow him on Periscope. Uh, he's opening like once a week or so product. But like the other week he was, uh, last week he was open up 80, 97, 90, 97, 98 Top Stadium Club, which was my senior in high school. And took me just back. And it was a great rip. It was so much fun just to hang out and watch him pull. You know, you're getting Jordan and, and all the, the guys back then, um, it was just fun to see that product. So, if you're not, uh, you need to check him out on Periscope. Love it, Periscope. We're on there right now. Hey, Periscope. So, any anything final thoughts from you tonight, Steph? Mm, hey, Angela. Anything? Any no. breaking news, Angela? No breaking news. Next week. Next week. Oh, teaser. Oh, so God, you remember how I teased how I almost got kicked out of the uh, tops? I'm banned from tops. I never told the story from the national. <laughs> I thought I did that night. My, so I don't know if you guys felt this way when I came. We came back from Chicago. I felt like I'd come back from outer space. I wasn't <laughs> like I physically and mentally was not right for a few days because of just uh, of What's up? You Had the con plague? Yes. And so the, I and we did the the show, and I forgot. I didn't. I didn't last week. And so, um, so we went to the tops Q and A. And we went as media members and we were there with Mike summer and Steph, and Angela and I were there. And then all the other folks, uh, we were sitting with Val, uh, from NASCAR radio. And so there was only 150 people that were on the list that got in and we were not on the list, but we got to go in because we had our little media credential. So we do the tops Q and A and stuff and they're giving away prizes to people to have like raffle tickets and we don't have raffle tickets cause again, we're media. So we're like some of the last people leaving. Uh, the, the the ballroom or whatever, they the little room they had it in. And so I don't know where Steph and Angela went. They were off talking to some folks at Tops or some other randos in there. But it was really only Tops employees left. And then Mike and I and like a couple, two other people that were in the Q&A. As we're leaving, they're like, hey, by the way, do you guys want a bag? Because they had these Tops bags. And Mike and I are like, well, sure. Because there was a ton of them on this table. And we looked around and it was all real Tops employees. So we grab a bag and I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. And then they hand us a card. Like, oh, here you go too. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's a nineteen eighty-six Vert Tops Pete Alonzo autograph numbered out of fifty. And we end up finding there's like three variations. There's so there's there's a uh, fifty of each each one, so so 150 for all the people there. And so we end up so, with one autograph so cards because they had like a stack of them left. So and we so, finished talking yeah, to Mike and I Zay. go outside and we're hanging out.
1: We, me and Angela finished talking to Clay, VP Product Development at Tops, asking him a couple questions about this, that, Nobody and the really other. Important. And Sue stops us and says, "You know, I saw your co-host and his friend uh, grab a card, you know, with the media passes. You know, they're not supposed to do that, right? Like, I didn't see it, but uh, that it they 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 knew that. I, I don't know what happened. I'll go ask him. It's like, well, no, no, don't worry about it. It's just." Uh, I saw them. I, 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 I'm a mother. I, I got eyes behind my back. I see everything. So I go and tell Tim. I'm like, "You're in trouble."
0: <laughs> the one gal and I don't want to be in trouble with because she's like the it, nicest person. She is well, and I tell 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 him what had happened, and then uh, he he went back. I can I uh, go back and give the cards back to Sue's. We go. Oh my god, we're embarrassed. We kind of describe the situation. And she said, "No, no, it's okay, but it it the card is still ugly to me and has a bad taste in my mouth, and it's <laughs> sitting in a box."
2: And, Buy it for uh, a dollar.
0: No, I can't. I can't. I, it's kind of bad. It's got bad juju on it. I don't want to spread it. <laughs> so anyway, that's and I think I might be banned from any future TOPS events or uh, things that they have. So, but I finally told the story. Hey, hey what's up? Dan,
2: Dan hopping in. You know, you know, what's funny about that is if you're familiar with, uh, what are they all the conjuring movies, the Ed and Lorraine Warren story, where, you know, they've got that room in their house where everything is behind glass and, you know, we can't touch the Annabelle doll because it's cursed. I think, I think where those Pete Alonzo's need to be is in their museum just so that they never get into any private collectors collection. And then all of a sudden they're cursed. Yep. You know and their PC might just combust on its own and blow up into flames because you guys hoodwinked tops at the national.
1: Now, to be fair, we went back in, and like you said, he tried
2: to give them off. Uh, the, once you're the hoodwinker, it doesn't matter, dude. You already, you already,
1: she she stops us and is like, y- You guys want an, uh, some notebooks or a backpack, or uh, we have plenty of extras, and you guys are the only ones left. So, I mean, that's you could have had a backpack. You, you had to have a cursed card.
0: But that's what we thought, like, they meant when we were leaving. Hey, there's nobody else left. There's cards here. Do you want one? That's how I took it. But anyway, uh, remember, live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific 10 Central on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe and review to our show on all platforms. You can always follow us on Twitter about the cards. Follow Ben at our trading cards. You can follow Steph at Junk Wax Twins. Follow me at Big Shep 79. Share your hobby stories and great pulls. Send your questions our way. And don't forget to check out our shop on Spreadshirt.com. Just search about the cards, and you should find it there. Guys, keep collecting. We will see you next week. And thanks for hanging out with us on the next, the next uh, on this episode of About the Cards. We will talk to you next week. See you. See you then.